So, hi everyone, and welcome to episode four of Seably Smarts, um, where we look to gather um, advice, opinion, and have a chat with experts from across sales and marketing. Um, today, we're going to talk about something that many marketers are probably in the midst of right now, and that is 2021 marketing planning. And I'm delighted to be joined by Kath Hackett to talk to us. Um, Kath, maybe you'd like to introduce yourself. Hi, Orla. Thanks for having me here today. Um, I'm a Chief Marketing Officer uh, and I help companies build their go-to-market plans and their demand generation programmes. Fantastic. So I guess, Kath, thinking to uh, 2021, the year that's just been, how do you think successful marketing leaders responded? You know, what did they do right this year? Yeah, I heard a great phrase at the beginning of the pandemic, which was, don't panic, pivot. Um, and I think that really what great marketing leaders did was actually take that to heart. Um, they were people who already had a marketing plan in place and they worked out what to stop doing, start doing and what to continue doing based upon the changing market conditions. So I think marketing leaders um, who had built plans based upon their market, their customer, um, were able to pivot those plans and be successful during 2020. Yes, the idea was not to, to tear your plans up and start like start from scratch, but actually look at what you had already in place, what you could adapt and, and, and what you could, yeah, pivot on what was already yeah. in, in place. And if you, yeah. un if you understand your customer and you understand your customer well and how they use your offering, then it's much easier to pivot because it's that basic understanding of the customer that helps you be successful. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I guess then looking ahead to, to 2021, you know, what, what can we learn? What can we, um, you know, what are your thoughts in terms of building strong, successful plans for the year ahead? I think outside in is absolutely the best approach. So understanding your market, your economic conditions and your customer is absolutely the key to a strong, successful plan. But you also have to understand your strengths as an organization, uh, your infrastructure, uh, your people and your ability to execute. There's no point in having a brilliant, brilliant plan if you don't have the people to be able to execute it. Yeah. Um, your plan also absolutely needs to be aligned to your business goals. Um, and it also needs to be aligned to your go-to-market capabilities. So you need to understand you have the right partners in place or do you have the right places where you can actually sell your product? Yeah, um, it's funny. So, you know, you and I have spoken about this before about, you know, customers and, you know, really in good times and in bad, it's like that is the heart of successful Absolutely. marketing planning, isn't it? And then I guess understanding, you know, the size of the opportunity you have to, you know, to, to go after and then how you structure your, your go-to-market and your campaigning. Yeah, that. I think it's really important to understand whether your market is in ascendancy or in decline or has it become commoditized because all of those different market conditions will mean that you need, need to employ different marketing strategies at different stages in the life cycle and you don't really want to be 
essentially throwing money away on a, on a marketing tactic if your product is in a totally different position in the life cycle. So I think that's key to actually understanding your products. And it's also a really good idea to understand what products are coming out and what is the vision for, from your CTO of where your, your products are going to be heading in the future. So yeah. part of a strong plan is not to be short termist, but mm -hmm. to actually work out what where you need to build the foundations now for a product that's going to maybe come out in a year or a year and a half's time. Yeah, and and do you think there's a greater role for marketing to play now in terms of understanding the the needs of the customer and actually how they're changing now and feed that into the CTO in terms of developing the the product roadmap for the future? Absolutely, I think part of planning is that is supplying the business with customer insight and market insight very early in the planning cycle you know th those insights should be going to the business on a monthly or a quarterly basis way before the planning mm -hmm. starts in order to make sure that the whole business understands where where the market opportunity is where the customer opportunity is but i would say that that shouldn't just come from marketing don't plan alone plan with finance plan with customer operations or the technical team because they'll have insights which will give you a different lens to solve the planning process and problem yeah it really is a collaborative effort isn't it, it is. um and i think working with, with product and technical teams but also more so with you know sales teams as well right and i think the way in which customers buy now and actually sales people sell you know we've spoken about that with, with sales leaders recently as well as looking at how that those relationships are now shifting from in person to online and actually sales people need need help in terms of how they to be do. adapt to this digital I, I selling. think it's, it's vital that you understand what a good lead looks like, what a good marketing qualified leads looks like in order to convert that into revenue and work side by side with your salespeople on what is a realistic marketing qualified lead that would actually help them take a digital journey and complete that by a relationship um, that they would have with their customer. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's reimagining that journey, isn't it, to be more to be more digital so more of that journey is spent in digital touch points yeah that at any time yeah and then how do you how do you put a conversation into the part of the journey the journey is not necessarily going to be linear and all digital it might be digital and then it needs a conversation then it might go back to digital again and that's why it's so important to plan your campaign strategies with sales to make sure you have the right customer touch points throughout that journey um, to make sure that the customer experience is, is brilliant and they have trust in you and they want to buy from you. Yeah, I, I, I think it's an interesting one. You know, the a lot of the, the textbooks will show the journey as linear, but that's just not reality. It's It's all over the place. You can take one step forward and two steps back and I think it's understanding yeah when you know when is the right time to engage like as you say when is it a qualified lead that is ready for a sales conversation and when is that buyer bouncing 
you know back and forth educating and you know informing themselves so yeah, yeah and I, i've learned over time that that absolutely changes depend upon the offering you have um in one of the companies i worked with the offering could really just have a very short digital journey and then they wanted to speak to somebody technical very quickly mm -hmm. whereas uh, in other offerings it was digital to the point where they really wanted to place an order right yeah yeah so i think yeah it's, it's adapting the the journey to the the product of the solution yeah. you're selling and and the size of the organization complexity so multiple factors to yeah to consider. yeah yeah. Um, there is one thing I do want to, to pull out with marketing planning. I think for lots of smaller companies or companies with a new niche product um, or something that hasn't been categorized yet, um, and I've learned this from hard experience, there isn't any external data out there for, for some of those projects. And, and therefore, it's very, if your company's run by a CTO, a very technically led person, mm -hmm then often it's a good way to start planning by planning use cases um, and planning on customer profiles because that's far more practical for a starting point for a, a new, you know, a startup company. So just if there is no market data out there, then look to the customers you already have, look to the customers who maybe have a beta program out there with you um, and look to the customer profiles that the product has obviously been built for. Yeah, yeah, and actually spend time, I think, talking with the customers, understanding what was it that attracted you to that yeah. product in, in the first place. Yeah, um, no, that's really good good advice. Um, and I guess, you know, one of the things about you know the last year and i think as we look ahead to 2021 right you know like market conditions so it's one thing to understand you know the needs of the customer but actually you know market conditions are changing there are economic factors you know so as marketers we need to be able to adapt and and be flexible and i guess how can marketing leaders create that flexibility in the plans for themselves and, and for their teams as well? Um, I think the best thing to do is to build an overarching plan against a vision and a mission of what you, you want to achieve and your long-term goals. Um, and there'll be some overarching campaigns that are about your company, about building trust. But below that, there will be offerings that you will be building demand generation plans for. So you can split your plan by category, by segment, your enterprise, small business, or, or by product. And by splitting your, cam your campaign plans down to that level, um, then what you're able to do is you're able to pivot off those plans. Mm -hmm. So say, for example, you're a company that's been selling um, on-premise telecoms offerings and the pandemic hits and nobody's nobody's in the offices then you know that that would be a time to maybe pull back on your campaigns for for those offerings um maybe keep some always on marketing through mm -hmm. digital marketing and a web presence but to maybe double down on an offering that 
really meets your customers' needs during the pandemic, such as a SaaS or digital offering for remote working, and put your plans um, together to double down on that campaign yeah. um, to make that campaign a success. What I would say though is if you are going to make those changes that really does need to be aligned with sales targets and goals and commercial focus. So that would be a conversation for a CMO to go to the business leaders with to discuss maybe how how you could plan during those changing market conditions. Yeah. So back to that point we spoke about earlier that, you know, that collaboration, that marketing planning and, and adapting those plans doesn't happen in isolation. It has to be a collaborative effort Absolutely. with your other stakeholders. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I do really, I also think that your marketing specialists or your marketing managers, you know, maybe in country or will be far closer to the ground than you know you as a planner um, and you need to give the opportunity to those people to feed back to you so I would say sort of monthly meetings or a forum that you can put together where you actually listen to your teams and what's mm -hmm. happening on the ground would probably give you some insight into what needs to be changed in in the planning and that also helps with everybody feeling they own the plan rather than the plan being forced upon people. Yeah, I know, absolutely. So, so just to summarise, you said you have that, that overarching plan and then you almost have those regular, you know, engagement touch points over the lifetime of the plan. And let's look at how do we adapt? How do we pull back? How do we increase our spend depending on how the conditions are, might be changing. And that can be at a, at a country level or at a, a segment level Absolutely. yeah and, and and work in partnership um as we're doing it um and thinking about about that and and you know we, we touched briefly on on teams um and employees you know i i guess have you seen any good um you know tools or or templates out there or resources kath that um that marketing leaders or, or their teams may be able to uh, to tap into as, as they're looking at the plans for next year? Yeah, there are some quite simple planning templates out there. Some are better than others. Um, I think you need to have a plan that works for your business. Um, so it's worth having a look at all the different planning sort of templates that are out there. Um, but, it, you know, it's rather than build your own, there's lots out there for you to be able to take advantage yes. of. Um, I do think that sharing those with the marketing teams and having a simple plan on a page that your marketing managers and specialists can use as part of the planning process mm -hmm. will actually help you gather information quickly um, and it will also help you spot creative ideas that you might not be thinking of yourself um, and bring those creative ideas into your, your planning process. Yeah, and I guess the same would apply if you're working with partners as well. Is is, is share those those tools and and look at, at ideas and um, common themes and 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 priorities. I guess absolutely. We're working with partners. You you should be working sort of 
five months before your planning process to understand what they're seeing in the market, where their priorities are and how you fit in with their priorities in order to be a key integral part of their business. Of their business. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if we can think what um, what CMOs are doing now, like, is there one thing that a CMO could do differently from what they're doing today? Maybe something from your own experience. I think planning early is something yeah. that, you know, as a CMO, you often get pulled into the day to day, you know, how many leads, where's the revenue at, is the pipeline stuck? Um, it's really important um, to actually spend time planning and carve that time out um, mm -hmm. and plan for disruption. So one of the things that I would say is that don't be afraid to have a workshop with marketing and sales or, you know, anyone in the business on what does a black swan event look like? What does disruption look like? And what could you do if you are disrupted? So therefore you have in your back pocket a plan B or a plan C that if you are disrupted, you know where to go and you know what to do quickly and you're not flailing around trying to work out what does good look like. I think that would be key. I'm not saying build the plans in depth. I'd say have a straw man plan in place, but a starting point for you to then work on dependent upon the black swan event that you have. Um, I also believe monitoring your marketing activity, um, clearly understanding the ROI, understanding the impact that your marketing campaigns have, whether that be brand awareness or creating marketing leads or changing the perception of a company, um, you need to be monitoring those, those key um, indicators to decide if you're going in the right direction. Um, and often you know when i've had to prepare to speak to the board it's those kpis that the board are interested in and how is that kpi impacting on the overall revenue number and yeah. the overall profit of the company so i would say you have some key key kpis that the board understand um, and that you can then speak to the board about on a monthly basis yeah, yeah, which is absolutely spot on. It's identifying those KPIs that relate to operational, you know, performance, right, and, and commercial outcomes. And I think that's the key, isn't it, to get the, the senior stakeholder engagement um, rather than necessarily that, the, you know, the tactical KPIs are, are, you know, good for marketing to understand what's working, what's not. But when we, we take it up to a, a senior audience, that it, it's connecting to the commercial absolutely. outcomes. Finance directors will not want to know what the engagement uh, measurements are. Yes, yes. They want to know what the outcome is going to be. What the outcome, exactly. <laughs> no, so some, some great advice there, Kath, and, and, and thank you for sharing. I think what we'll do is, is um, gather some of those tools um, and, you know, resources that, uh, that are helpful to, uh, to marketing teams to look at, and we'll, we'll drop them into the comment section. Um, alongside this uh, this webcast but really thank you so much for your time today it was a joy to talk about something I love I, I, I really love planning <laughs> it was good fun. thank you so thanks Kath all right thanks Orla